are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you for joining me for another episode, taking five minutes, five seconds out of your busy schedule, wherever you may be. Give a shout out to everyone all over the world who's listening to this podcast. Thank you for liking it, downloading it, sharing it, talking about it, having me in your conversations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, This podcast is going to be on Remains of Missing Teen. Alexis Murphy found in Virginia seven years after her murder. I'm going to read a little bit of this story and I'm going to go and give my commentary on it. The remains of a teenage girl who disappeared in 2013 led to a nation headlines and a murder trial without body was finally found in Virginia on Wednesday. Alexis Murphy was 17 years at the time she went missing being spotted with a career criminal at a gas station near her home in Shipman, Virginia. The man was later convicted, trial and convicted for, for her killing her, even as he continued to proclaim his innocence and refused to provide any location of the victim. After several years of searching from the Murphy, from uh, the Sheriff Department, Murphy's remains was found early December on a private property near Route 29 in Leviston, the same community where she was last seen, according to the Nelson County Sheriff's Office. The remains were taken to the medical examiner's office for positive ID and was released as confirmed. Officials said the delay was announced of giving Murphy's family time to take it all in. The murderer, Rudolph Taylor, 48, was arrested and convicted in the disappearance of Alexis Murphy. And it went on to say that they had surveillance footage of her. They found hair, her earrings, the human remains at a nearby mobile home. All this while this dude was confessing his innocence. Now the reason why I wanted to do this story was the fact that over the course of that time from 2013 to now, there's been a lot of missing young ladies mysteriously just disappearing. Young black women just up, poof, fell off the face of the earth, never to be seen again, never to go home again. And it, it's just, to me, it's just, you know, people, our community, we don't watch each other's back, and that's a bad thing because we don't, we don't watch our back anymore. There used to be a saying in our community that we, it takes a village to raise a camp, and it takes a community to come together as a family. There used to be a kind of a saying like that, where I came from and where I was raised, and it actually happened. Oh, I had a village. <laughs> I had a community that took care of me. I had, tell you, I can tell you this much right here, that it was nothing that my mom did not know 
in a 10 to 20 mile block radius of our house of what I was doing because everybody knew her. And when, and when I mean people knew her, knew my sister, knew my grandparents, even the bums knew them. I'm, I tell you no lie. There wasn't no getting away like, oh man, you, you may have got away with, with a few little silly things, but mm-mm. People used to come up to me if I even thought about, hey, you so-and-so, son? Yep. <laughs> I, and you think that'd be the end of it. Because they ain't saying that, so you just so-and-so, son, you need to get on. Next thing you know, that same person will show up at my house that day or two days later. Or, you know, you get that, uh, my mom used to get that, that come in there and say, you know, uh, so what you did uh, such and such a day? And you like, what? When you say to yourself, you wouldn't say <laughs> Uh, uh, I was out hanging with the guys down there. Oh, uh, um, so, uh, so we're about over such and such. And I already knew right then, oh, hell. Uh, I was just doing it, yeah, mm-hmm. So, it, you know, I would get caught. But that being said, people, we don't have that anymore. And sad to say that it's not there. And um, the reason why, again, going back to this story, the reason why I brought this up is because the other night in this snowstorm, you know, where we at, we got like 14.5 inches of snow, right? And uh, took me about two days to dig this crap out. And after the second night, there was a... Young couple, you know, two girls dropping some dudes off neighbors down the street from my house, right? All right, no problem. And uh, where the, you know, our streets wasn't really cleared up as they should, but it was clear enough where you can pass one way. Like they kind of, you had to stay in the middle where the plow had plowed because he didn't clear it all the way because of other people had made mountains of snow so like if he pushed it that would push it back in the person thing so he pushed it just enough where you can go down the road through the middle and so uh you couldn't really park in near in front of my house or in the neighbor's house and so forth so but people my neighbor's side crossed the street from me his hill or uh covering of snow was a little bit to the ground but it gave that illusion that it was to the ground where you can get some traction. But really, it was really thick snow over there. Because it snowed off and on, off and on. But my stuff was like piled up to the where it's like mountain stuff in front of it. And I had to dig out a little trench cave to walk out and put the trash in front of the house, right? Anyhow, so young lady and her friend dropped off these two dudes. And they, you know, kind of, this car was coming down the way and they had to kind of move to the side trying to uh, give it a little passway you know try to move over but they got stuck in that patch of snow I was telling you about you know thinking they was they can get out of it so they rev 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 up you know you hear people out there revving and stuff so you know eventually they kind of get the hell on out but somebody they figured out and they get the hell on right but no, they kept revving and revving and all this old crazy stuff. So eventually, they got out, went back to the house where the dudes were. And uh, they asked him, hey, can y'all come out here and help us with this snow? All right. 
but they didn't know it came. They came back, got back in the car, revved it up again, and all this stuff again. So eventually, that note that didn't work. So I had my light on because, of course, I'm not the only one. You post people coming late at night, so they had the light on for the postman to see, postwoman or man to see where they're going. So they came knocking on the door. I'm like, why the hell y'all coming over here? Because <laughs> I'm like, you just left this dude, these two dudes down the street house, right? So I like, I was hesitant, which I was because again, some people, and we know sometimes, you know, people are territorial, so you got to be careful about who you're dealing with. Cause I'm like, hey man, you miss my girl, all that old fool. Like, look, dude, got time for that grown ass man. Got time for that shit. Anyway, open door. Two young ladies standing in front of my door. Uh, can I borrow a shovel? Sure. So they want to borrow a shovel, okay? Gave him the shovel. So all right, here you go. Dig yourself out. But their attire was not suitable for it because they was look they was looking all cute now. I think like, can you no 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 no? You ask. And I know people say, well, why you didn't do it, Mr. Q? Why you didn't know? Because I deal in specifics. You you wanted a shovel, I gave you the shovel. If you wanted help, you should have asked. So I gave the shovel, closed door, went back to eating my dinner. You kept hearing it. And I'm like, okay, y'all shovel that stuff. Y'all should be at because you, you're not too far from the little clearing that the plow made for you to get back on the street and get the hell on. But obviously... This young lady, A, did not know how to drive in the snow, or she just was just fed up and she just got, pulled herself deeper and deeper and deeper into deep snow. So, the most high came to me and said, man, go out there and help her, man. So I said, let me put my clothes on, go out here and help Went out there, another neighbor, he came running out there, talking about bounce on the car and everything. That's, that sometimes don't work. It works and sometimes it don't. Yeah, especially when you, have a car that's low to the ground you got to dig underneath that tires and stuff to get that snow out and that's what this eventual i did i digged around it and i noticed like i said she was going into the deeper part of it because as where another snow hill or mound was she was going towards the way it got deeper and deeper turned into it so i told her to turn a wheel towards the path and as you do it kind of you know we'll rock her and kind of push her out that way and eventually she got out and you know my son was out there too he was helping me <clears throat> right along with the neighbor and um you know we didn't think nothing ever like hey you know just hey one of those things right but eventually she came back and asked you know no she came back and said thank you right and uh we told her to have a good night get safe to where she need to be and but it got me thinking and i've did several podcasts on this thing about black males the difference against black mans or black men not male black men and uh it's still i mean it it hits me it hits me a lot when i see it like that now these two young ladies came and picked these two scumbags up, and they are scumbags lazy ass scumbag dudes they went off somewhere, had a good time with them, laughed and whined, whatever. You know, whatever they had, got something to eat, hung out, smoked weed, whatever the hell they did, whatever. But when they got caught in a 
pickle and they didn't come and help them, that bothered me. Because like I said, I'm a father. I have a, a little girl who's about to turn four. And that's somebody's daughter, somebody's sister, cousin, somebody. And you know, you out here doing this nonsense with these guys, but these guys not even gonna go get a shovel and come and help you get out. That's stupid. And this all comes back to a lack of morality, a lack of cold, man, man cold. It ain't simply helping some a woman that you with if she's your woman. And you know, even if she ain't your woman, she came to see you. Because I'm gonna tell you, that been me. And I ain't the only brother that's probably hearing this. And I'm, this ain't really a black thing, but it, if, if it is, whatever. But I know in my house, my mom, I told some chick that my mama told me, get your ass out and get some clothes, go get that shit, go get, go to get, get your ass out here and get this girl up out this snow. The hell wrong with you? What you fuck you thinking about? She came to see you. Oh, um, well, she ain't really my girl. I just, you know, we just hung up. Man, I tell you how quickly that I would probably get something thrown at me or something something sharp or something of that nature. And I know people say, oh man, your mom is violent. No, no, no. A lot of people under, black men who listen to the sound, well, you know what I'm talking about. It's just a sense of getting up doing what's right. And it's a lack of home training in that area, man, I'm serious. This is, this is the product of what we get for having integration not trying to be separatist or not trying to be separate and have our own thing again because we want to be accepted by white people or the white society or whoever the hell it is. Now, our, we, we throw our stuff to the wind. Now, what if something happened to those young ladies? You know, or say for instance, like I said, back to me. What if some chick came to visit me and she broke down two blocks away from my house? And she called me and come back and say, hey, hey, I need you to come help me, you know, put on a tire. That ain't my problem. You ain't my girl. We, we was out. We, we had a nice day. Hey, it was cool. That's stupid. Oh, someone said, well, she co- need to call your daddy. Call somebody. That ain't my problem. And you hear that, man. And that's, you know, that's some bull crap. Because like I said, that's not cool. That's not a man. That is a male that may think he's a man, but he's not. And it's bad when you hear brothers, young and old, man, I pay somebody to do such and such for me. But you don't want to learn how to do it your goddamn self. It's, this reminds me of this story of this dude that I used to listen to, and he explained how this chick had came to his house, asked him for a jump. And, um, he didn't mind doing it, but it was his day off, and he was like, you know what? I'll go out there and help you. No problem. And come to find out that um, when he got there, she had her dude sitting in the damn car. And the dude got out the car and said, thank man, you know, I appreciate that. Now the dude looking at him, looking at her, like, well, damn, why you just sitting sit the dude up in there and ask for the jumper? Why you had to send the... Send the chick. Now I know people may say, well, it's the principle of thing, you know, it helped, but no. People take kindness for weakness. And they know that certain people can do so. They're like, I I do this, but 
but you ever approach that brother on a given day, you know, trying to get to know him, people always seek out certain people. In that story, people seek out things to try to use people. But you got this dude right here who probably be your man, you know, whatever he is, your bed, most of them are bed warmers. And he can't, you know, go get you some, get some jumper cables and jump your car to get the jump box or whatever the heck it was. More likely it was a jump box and he didn't know how to do it. Most of them don't even know what the positive and negative is. That's the sad part. And, and people, they got shit on Google. They got mechanic stuff one-on-one on Google. And some people don't still, I mean, not on Google, but YouTube, which is Google, was on YouTube. And they still don't want to look at it, man. It's sickening. It's sickening, man. And see, I just wanted to talk about that because it is, you know, back to Alexis Murphy, you know, if she would have had somebody had her back, she was at this gas station, you can't tell me the gas attendant didn't see anything. You know, we, you know, got to be careful sending these, these young sisters out here. It's, you sending them like here, you know, sheep to the slaughter for real. Now, I know her parents may be happy to, you know, it's closed, but it's a bittersweet. They've been probably would have say hopefully they would have found her somewhere and reunited, but it, you know, you know how that is. But I, you know, again, this commentary is about one of the things in our community we need to get ourselves together, having morality, having codes again. Not allowing certain things, like I said again, when anybody came to my house. A chick came to my house. I took it upon it was my responsibility to make sure she got home safely. Regardless if she was my main girl, regardless we had an argument, regardless of whatever, it, I made it my duty to make sure she got home safely because that was on my conscience. That was on my watch. That's how I was raised. But we don't have that no more. And that's why I said again, these two sisters that was in front of my house, luckily, luckily, that two brothers and a little and a little dude came out and helped. Now I know at first you probably said, "Well, you didn't come out at first, but you know because you're down the street. I mean, two houses down. The, and these dudes can't come out here and help you, but they was loving, doubling, kissing up on you. That's all I'm just saying. You know, that's all. And then you're gonna come back and you know whatever it is, you probably got mad about it, but he probably smoothed over and said something sweet about it. You went on about your business. This is what you're dealing with. This is the next generation of you got to deal with the bullshit and the constant complaining. Nip it the shit in the bud. And like I said, I know I'm, I'm merging two things, two kind of like two subjects together, but hear me out. All of it ties together. It goes back to us watching each other's back and not letting certain things like this happen. In Alexis Murphy case and in this story that I was telling you about or the one about the dude with the jump box they all tie together it goes back to things about we have to get ourselves in order to really help one another and watch out for one another really people and not just you know do fly by night shit or don't do nothing at all and then something happened and everybody like why this happened or be with somebody who can't do nothing for you, but you know you you just like hanging out with them. It's a bunch of dumb shit. 
But, you know, it is what it is. But I just wanted to share that story with you. And that was the podcast. Like I said, we got to get back to, get got to get back on cold. Got to get back on cold with that. You know, but again, this reminds me of uh, another story similar to this and how, you know, again, lack of standards. People expect that, but then they come to you, hey, can you help me? Like, jumping the problem in my, in my lab, like, hey, what, I, I supposed to drop everything to come to help you? No. You just left a, a perfectly able-bodied person. And this person just said, hell with you. I got what I need out of you. Sue. <laughs> I'm out, see you, whatever. But then when you see you stuck and this person that you didn't put time in show you that you don't, it don't even phase you. And that's the thing, it don't even phase the people that, man, I need to let that person grow. That person couldn't, you know, if that person do that now, just think about this person do that. And I know people might say, it's petty, it's petty pinching, it's petty pinching, but it's not. Because little things like that shows you a person's character. It's a little window into what really who they are. If you ever get stuck in a real pickle, in a real die situation, you can't depend on this person. You be trying to call the person, hey, come and sit there. <laughs> Man, that ain't my problem. Click. Then what? You wasted that time, that energy, that effort, and everything into this person who has showed you that, hey, you're not of value like that. But you do that to them, it'll be, you know, they be crying and crying, be talking that stuff and guilt tripping you. And I, you know, people love to guilt trip people and stuff, but it's just crazy stuff, man. But that's all I want to talk about. It's sad, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy that this, this case has come to an end because it was, it did get national attention. But again, a lot of young black women have disappeared. And they have disappeared with no trace, fell off the face of the earth. And it is going, it goes back to this thing that they are open season. And they don't have nobody to, to watch them. We Again, we got males in our midst, but there are no men. The men are being pushed out or being extinguished because it's uh, that term. <laughs> toxic masculinity it's too much toxic masculinity but maybe we had a couple of those toxic masculinity brothers out there with this chick they would have got this this damn dude Rudolph Taylor and beat the shit out of this piece of white trash and his sister probably alive today if it wasn't for real men to go out here and help these two sisters even though they had these two bonehead dudes that they was hubby dubby on they ass would probably been out there arguing with these fools trying to get somebody to get them out of here see that's the thing that's all I'm just bringing to the, the table people that look it's time out for allowing this stuff to happen in our communities it's time up for us to stop accepting it and just thinking it's just oh well it's just things of the world no Mm-mm. It, it is, it's no coincidence it's not just some things that just randomly happen this is things happen because again these people are enemies. Know that it's open season. They can come in. They can do this. And ain't nobody gonna say nothing. Ain't nobody gonna do nothing to them because they already know that. Hey, you scared anyway. You talk that talk as a man, but when it come down to it, you ain't gonna do nothing. 
And that's what they probably say that about me. Oh, Mr. King, you don't do nothing. But nah, I would do. And I'm, like I said, I do. I'm, I'm gonna get medieval on you. You gonna you? I mean, you gonna be praying that you never see my face. You gonna be praying that you never even cross my path. I'm the wrong person. I said I've said that many times on this platform. I'm the wrong person to mess with. Wrong person. I'm a kind-hearted person at heart. I'll do whatever I can. But you cross. I'm telling you, you think heaven has split open and God Himself came down here. And that's the thing that we need in order to protect our community and vice versa with strong sisters to back it up. It's not just sit there, well, you know, no one asked for that. Well, then when somebody else get missing or something happened, don't be out here crying crocodile tears, just gonna accept it. That's all I say. I don't know if this is ever gonna change. I Part of me, I hope, but as you know, if you've been following this show, I hate using that word hope because hope ends up in disappointment. So I don't know, people. You know, it just those third that 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 um that connection that it just bothered me. And, and it, I say again, it bothers me as a man. It bothers me as a as a black man, as a as a person that say, hey, I can help. And people just sit there and just don't want to do. We don't want to help one another. We just like, hmm, that ain't my problem. That's their problem. Until we get caught in that problem, then everybody come and hold hands and, you know. But anyway, I'm rambling on now. Let me go on and end this. But anyway, people, again, you know, just it's time for us to do that self-assessment thing. That's all. It is. It really is. It's just... I can't tell you, I don't know what you do in your home or whatever it is, but people, we can keep making excuses about this. This problem is not going to go away. It's, it's getting worse. It's got worse. Because again, back to the example with the young lady with the red Dodge Charger and stuff who was out there in the snow. What if, what if she was somewhere else? What if she got stuck somewhere in another place where there wasn't too many kind people? Some real strange would have came and be friendly. I help you get the snow out. What did what 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 were those brothers filled in? That something happened to them and they didn't make it home. Now you this happened right down the street from your house. What if this happened five blocks from your house? This is something to think about. Just like the Alexis Murphy case. Going to the gas station, minding her own business. You know, it, it is what it is. I, I just I know it, it, it's not technically connected together, but the whole thing is what I'm saying, that we need to watch each other's back. Our enemies is everywhere. And I know people say, well, it black folks. I know that that'd be the first thing people say. Black folks do it too. I got you. We talked about that too. But anyway, people, for next time, be safe, be vigilant. Come on back for another episode of Real Talk. Thank you again for joining me. I'm your man. Mr. Q, I'm out. This was the War Machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.